True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. Now, you're out there, you have acres and acres, hundreds of acres. All you have to do is water <laughs> okay. and mow, and they'll do the rest. Nope. Weed control, which you hate, fertilization, mm -hmm. aer aeration. Can't stand it. Among others. They'll do all that. So you can do literally anything else. Dana's out there like Yellowstone. You have better things to do in your free time. I know you do. You don't want to focus on lawn care. True green is too good to be true, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying. But it is true. Right, David? Because yeah. you're going to have more time to do yeah, things that you want to focus on. All the hard work and it gets yeah. you to a great lawn. That's what you want. You take care of everything else you got to do in your life. You're very busy. Let True Green take care of this one thing. Get it off your plate. You know what? I do have some space. I want to put some grass down. Some I, I might. This, I'll, I'll, talk, I'll call you later, talk, True Green. Talk to True Green. <laughs> Where can listeners mm -hmm. purchase or learn more? You go to TrueGreen.com. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, guaranteed. You can trust True Green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. Whoa. They offer a satisfaction guaranteed, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. That is such a cool thing. Good job, True Green. You're nailing it. Hey, David, no offense or nothing. I love when people start, no offense or nothing. nothing good Here comes, comes the offense. No Go offense ahead. or nothing, but you're wearing, FYI, another one I love, you're wearing the same hat you wore mm. when we were interviewing live Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. Well, Is that a theme with you? No, Is I just, I like To be this close hat. to Zach or what? I like this hat and... Uh, God damn, we had a blast with Zach. It was fun. Um, Don't have to swear. No, gosh dang. That's what I meant. But, <laughs> God darn it. But I got a little zippy. What's it called? A three-quarter inch? Three-quarter sweater? You, you got the dime. What? You can get a long 12 zip. grand. What did you ask me? I don't know. Who are oh. you? What? I don't like talking well, about 100 grand? What? Seven million dollars? Who cares about numbers? That's, that's, that's not Zach Gaffigalanis. <laughs> That's Joe Biden trying to pronounce that. Zach, break a glass. That's a hard can. Zach, Claflinette, smash Come on, you know. Yo, come on, man. I'll kick your ass. He's going to just, by the end, he'll just be he's, threatening reporters. He has to fight a lot of people because he always threatens the guy. A tough guy. He's the old guy in the porch. The ball came in my yard. This is my, my ball now. Dude, I wouldn't even trust him with old man Willikers. A ball. Okay, so this Zach, is, this is great. Let's should we talk about Zach? Too? People always ask us, are we cold in here? Are we hot? Is it bright? Why do we have sunglasses? Why do we all not? we know is we look cool. Yeah. It's all that. It doesn't but matter. It's, it's about does not matter. Ninety one degrees in here right now. But and we then, never swear. And then they go, the scary part is they think they look cool. Look how we phone in the podcast. Of course we stay cool, even if it's hot. We Dude. got one foot out the door half the time. <laughs> Dude, I phone that sucker in. Beep, boop, pop, boop. I love phoning. Last night I fell asleep twice. Zach, what? Zach was so funny. He's so quirk. Quirks Ahoy is really the theme. He's a very interesting actor, mm -hmm. hilarious comedian. Yep. You Check. never know what you're going to get. We were lucky to sit with him because we all think he's such a high up there on the he, I said to him at one point you only do cool things it's, <laughs> it's true like, he turns down I think we didn't get to the point last night because people go oh hangover uh, between mm -hmm. two ferns is, is a home run obviously yeah. classic but, and they don't see him a lot but he turns down so much and that's not really usually the custom he, he breaks that yes so it was fun to talk to him and uh, we laughed our ass off mm -hmm. 
Uh, he has a, an incredible sense of humor. He's one of those comedians who will laugh incredibly hard. Yeah, it's very nice when comedians give it up and laugh. Yeah, charming, family man, uh, very, has a lot of integrity organically without wearing on his sleeve about his work. Like, mm -hmm. talks about how he just doesn't want to do things because that wouldn't work out or wouldn't be very good. So he was such a fun guy to hang out with, David. Unlike me, um, I do things that are horrible on purpose. No, I don't. Well, um, I, I've got subsidies. And like I said, the church lady is for sale. If anyone's listening to this intro, I think one she of these shows, you got to dress like a church lady and we'll just do a whole thing. And one yeah, I, I, think I, I think we should. We should have special guest appearance, church lady. I got yeah. the full gear on. And you could maybe interview one of the people. One of our guests. Geez, <laughs> you got me busy. How about you dress up as Joe Dirt? Dana. And I'm you not a clown. You <laughs> you're, you're not a clown. You're Joe Dirt. I am so similar to Joe Dirt. It's not even that much different. There's but not. I'd have to get out of the cobwebs, go to the Smithsonian, get the codes, get <laughs> the My wife says, how was Joe Dirt today? I said, you mean David? She goes, oh, you're uh, right. It's, is that a different That's guy? That's his alter ego. It's like Santa Claus. Well, so, let's uh, go. Let's, let's, let's wrap it so up. So why you should watch this. Zach is one of our favorite guests. I yes. do believe he's one of the uh, 100%. seminal comedians of his generation. He's he, There's only one Zach, and he has a very finely tuned sense of humor and is a hell of a nice guy. So enjoy the show, David. Uh, I agree. Started. It's already almost over. Okay. Oh, a great song. I thought it was good. You know. <laughs> I did an impression within the first twenty seconds. <laughs> Damn this chair! Look at our chair differential. <laughs> the fuck! I'm like a muppet. You're like six two in that I'll go, thing. I'll go I'll go I'm gonna get up front, be like this. What's up, Zach? <laughs> What? Sorry, Where, is, is Zach here yet? I was. I got up at six. <laughs> That's it. We're warning I'm them it's going to be bad. I'm punchy. I'm overtired. Right. I'm like a baby. I'm overtired. Let's bring Zach out. Because, Let's bring him out. Yeah, uh, that's the beginning. All right, Zach. <laughs> Welcome, Zach Galvanakis. Zach Galvanakis. Shit. <laughs> it was a little louder for Zach, if anyone's counting. <laughs> All right. Okay, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, Zach's Zach Galifianakis. You're. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just gonna say it. you're something else, man. Yeah, something else. <laughs> Thanks. You're something else. <laughs> you look like Wolverine right now with that hair. Oh, really? I'm no, sorry. It's cool. I actually have cool hair, which. Plugs are coming in nice. Yeah, a lot of plug work, a lot of plug work. Real nice. New crops coming in. Um, so how you doing? <laughs> is that it? I'm like well. a half mile away from you. I'm doing well. What's David, it? why is that chair that way? This one? I don't know. They it's treat uh, like a for orthopedic asshole. issues. Oh, okay. He likes to be Seems erect. No, I don't know. This is good. Okay. Zach. Anyway, we don't have to talk about it. No, it's all right. Zach, enough of this sh bullshit. So, let's Zach, can we uh, butter you up a little bit? Yeah, let's butter him up. Okay. How the fuck did you come up with the two ferns thing? Because that's too crazy. 
Some of you remember. Coming, coming hot right out of the box. Because that thing is, I saw every episode today. Oh. <laughs> today? Well, they're, they're, well, I've seen them before, yeah. but I, I refer... I'm almost 80. I have to refresh my memory. This is an illusion. It's a lot of uh, blood and gut and sweats and tape. Um, so when did you come up with that? Yeah. Um, it was part of a uh, pilot that uh, they were doing, and this guy, Scott Ackerman, was producing it. And Scott Ackerman. Scott's he here. asked me to do... <laughs> 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 um, come on up, Scott. But... <laughs> um, he just said, would you do something? And I just said, I, I, I for some reason, I, I had this thought. I just said, can you get me two ferns <laughs> and some kind of celebrity? And uh, <laughs> I had worked at a cable access uh, show uh, or station. I interned one in college. And um, so I... Uh, kind of like that world, that kind of low-end, like desperate, uh, try to wait a, a way to communicate. Um, I actually had a, a taped a class at a cable access show about uh, a how to how to waltz, um, and I got my two friends. You know, back when you could do this stuff. <laughs> You can't do it anymore. And uh, we just put him in gowns. And it was a very straight <laughs> video and dance lessons on cable access on how to waltz with not trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. So that kind of weird world I knew. Uh, Scott Ackerman uh, asked uh, Michael Sarah to right. be in the first one. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of made it weird and creepy. And I, I, I always had thought celebrity interviews are... What do, you, what do you mean? Ridiculous. <laughs> no, they are. It's hey. like, he's talking what, like Access what, Hollywood. Oh, so yeah. oh, okay, I got it's it. It's a little, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's just such a bizarre But let me ask you a question about this. So the guest comes in, mm. and I understand from my research today um, that you didn't really prep it with them. Did they have cue cards, or they don't even know what's coming, and then you guys just go right at it or do they kind of um, know where you're going? No, nobody really knows what's going on. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, even us, uh, I mean, we have written things down mm -hmm. and I think the idea is they don't need to be funny. They just need to kind of answer questions. And I think the, um, the awkwardness kind of fills in the rest of it. And then often part oh, of it shit. is improv and mm -hmm. we just kind of, or I'll give them a, a something to say back at me. That's very mean. Yeah. So it's kind of a very give and take. It's not a prank. I don't want to prank people. Cause I'm sure people, uh, cause you know, the, the publicists in this world are very, uh, hawkish and they don't want you to do anything where you're going to look stupid. So you take the Michael Sarah one maybe and, and they either see that because that probably goes up on Funnier Die maybe back then pretty quickly, and then that catches on. So they go, someone might even call you and say, "Hey, I'd like to be on this because it's my type of humor." And the people you have on obviously are funny and they're huge stars. And uh, and when they go along with it, it, makes them look better. It's all good. It's sort of when you're on SNL and you go with it. Like they, if you let them make fun of you and goof around, it seems to be funnier. Yeah, I mean, there's that. That is all true. I mean, but there's been some times when I've. 
go sideways a little bit. Mm. <laughs> well, that's what mm. I was going to ask you. Mm. Uh, and house- I don't really, I don't know if I've even, I don't know if I've even spoke about it, but oh, good. There's been, oh, there's, well, I don't, I don't, I, there, I don't even know if I have, but there's been a couple of instances, and I don't mean to bring people up, but yes. Um, the name of this show is well, Name the, Names. The reason, the reason <laughs> it's I bring, the reason I bring it up because I was just talking about it to, to somebody today at lunch for some reason, mm-hmm. and uh, so I interviewed. They brought it up and and at lunch today, and they interviewed. I mean, I interviewed <laughs> um, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, yeah, you know, you Good know, from Smart Water. Um, we, we all we. <laughs> Jennifer, if you're listening, we I love you. I only know her because of Smart Water. Right. <laughs> what about her shampoo commercials? No. She's got wonderful um, hair. So, we want you to be on, I mean, Jennifer. I mean, I don't... I guess she... I mean, I don't know. So did you say something to her you thought it crossed the line? Or no. What do you mean? No. Um, in the wings, I had a Brad Pitt lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, boy. And so I wanted to tell her about it before, it, you know, we started filming. So mm-hmm. I kind of asked her if I could have a word with her, you know, like a vice principal. <laughs> no, but um, someone who looks like Brad Pitt might be expensive. Well, right? uh, no, I wasn't. How many people look like? <laughs> what? Yeah, but that's how I'm on scale David. minus 10. <laughs> so um, so you pull her aside and you say, is it OK? If we try this. Or did and you even and get I, to I said, I, I have a, a Brad Pitt lookalike here. <laughs> and as soon as I said it. I read her face. Yeah. And it was her I I I I felt so bad. Yeah. And I don't even know anything about that thing. I mean, I, yeah. I know that was in the things but in the papers, but um so I don't know much about it, but so I, I of course I called it off. So I went up to the Brad Pitt look like to tell him we don't need him. He's wrapped. Yes, and I as a joke, I kind of went well, I said, listen, we don't need you. Uh, thanks for coming. Uh, and as a joke, I said, do you happen to look like anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> and without pausing, oh, he goes, Colin Farrell. <laughs> so, yeah, there's those, there's those little. <laughs> don't get rid of me yet. <laughs> I, I'm a chameleon. Oh, it's a you know, And Jennifer is very funny. Yeah, she's a very she's, funny girl. But I think that might be. You know, they, they come girl, on there to be he fun. He says he's reading the papers. You're calling her a girl. It's 2023, guys. Is she funny? I mean, is she a girl? Yeah, she's great. She'd be a woman. I guess you call oh, I'm her sorry. my yeah, boy. I'm sorry. I say boy. girl a lot. Uh, but she is very okay. fun person. So. I think when they go on, they kind of know what they're getting into. And then it probably goes a hair farther than they think. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the idea is to try to rattle them as, a little bit. as much as you can read people mm-hmm. and push it. I th- there's been a couple of times that... Um, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What? Well, has there been times mm-hmm. where... Like, would you do one with Mike Tyson? I... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> I well, I, I don't really do them anymore. Oh, okay, uh, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Penn's scary enough. But, he, but well, are, you're a fan of Don Rickles, right? Because you yes. did that show. So Don Rickles, to me, as a kid growing up, was the funniest yes. guy on television. Yeah. Is the he reason is because he everyone loved him. He'd put you down, and then he'd go, the show's dotted. Put Ed in the corner. Give him a cookie. He doesn't know. It was so dry and so bizarre. There were yeah. no jokes. Do you feel like that was an influence for the character, the Fern Guy character, to ride that line? Because it's funny because you're going right at some sort of truth about them. 
And if they have a sense of humor about it or a perception of them, they laugh really hard. Right. I mean, part of it, I mean, if you were to really break it down, I guess, yes. is that they are <laughs> they're a public figures that people kind of want to unfortunately jab at anyway. There's some of that to it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at the end of the day, I think it's the media and all the thing. Every hype, people are human. We're all, you know, obviously. And I think people that are willing to make fun of each of uh, themselves, uh, I think that's a real n nice attribute to someone. Even if it's totally. staged a bit, uh, I think being able to laugh at yourself uh, in, in that kind of way is, is, is a nice thing. No, I've been asked to do them with other people, uh, presidents of companies and, you know, big Pepsi has asked to sponsor it and, you know, to get blown out of proportion. And I've always just wanted to keep it free online and keep it clear of... Yeah. The, those other things sure. that get in the way yeah, sometimes. Yeah, the, the, the monetization people would come in and go, We've monetized a it a oh, bit, good. but only, <laughs> only, just, only in a way that we see fit. I mean, right. we, we've been asked to... I've been, I got asked to do a Super Bowl commercial using it. Uh, and? Did you it's coming out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't they remember. They got a really good deal. <laughs> I did a puppy bowl commercial earlier. Uh, it, it's, I'm for sale. Church lady risque. is locked and loaded for a super. No, go deep. By the way, first of all, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm gonna sell Zach, out. In a I've second. done. Uh, Dana and I both obviously sell out kings here. We we've done. <laughs> well, we all are. We, we do all corporate are. gigs, and when you do them, they go. Our CEO. Do say something about by the guy. I don't even know if the guy works there. He's like, when you get up there, say he's got three balls. He beats oh, his do wife. Do something time. about that. Just throw it in there. Mix it up. Throw it in the middle. And uh, and then you go and then you do it. And everyone goes, what? And you go, does this guy work with you? I, he just told me. So they try to do that. And that's kind of what they want to do to see you like roast him or something. And you go, it's not even funny. Sometimes It'll probably they're bomb. drunk. And I, I was playing, Earth, Wind, and Fire was supposed to, I was opening for them. Yeah. The CEO got drunk. Yeah. I was. The CEO got drunk. It went on for like two hours. So I was getting paid a lot of money. They go, you can only do 15 minutes. Yeah. But I went over a little bit. And I guess Earth and Wind came out, but Fire wouldn't. <laughs> that was a long way for that joke. That's a yeah, good joke. I don't mind it. Did I you really it. open for them? I did open for them. Yeah, I, I opened for a lot of people. Tower of Power, Todd Rundgren, you know, I opened Robert for, Palmer. Really? I bombed every fucking time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Your hero will be on in a second before first Dana Glarfo. <laughs> <laughs> they must have ruined your name when you first started oh my doing God, stand up. Everybody, I mean How would they geez. say it? Well, they just tried to make it sound somewhat ethnic. And they're like <laughs> Give it up for Baklava Rodriguez was the, <laughs> But in high school, I was Zach Galifagadakis, <laughs> which yeah. is that hurts. I was Dana you Car Keys. Oh. <laughs> now, Zach, Zach. By the way, I'm going to come back to that. Hey, Fidelity. Can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then. When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. 
the first ferns I saw, uh, these ferns are like tall pine trees by now. But when I, when I saw the first one, I didn't know what it was. Someone just sent it to me, and or said, "Look at this." And so I thought it was a real interview. And then it was Natalie Portman, who I love. And so I was, uh, of course, in a jealous rage immediately. And then, and then you were saying some of your, you had great jokes. Not I won't repeat them because I'm not good at that. But, but you, you said so many jokes, and it was so. And for her to play along, and I thought it was real for a while. And then I go, Jesus, this is so weird. And then uh, it took me a while to figure it out. Too long. And then, uh, then so I started going, oh, this is great. And then when you would do them. You obviously didn't overdo it. You didn't do too many. They weren't super long. Uh, it was just a great, great uh, bit that lives out there on the internet, which everyone should see. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Dana, jump in. <laughs> Would you like to say anything in your defense, Zach? Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, speaking of that one, we shot it. That one we shot in a garage, and um, I think we shot that one in a garage, uh, right around here, right in Hollywood somewhere, and. Uh, the the thing about that one is um, there's a line in it, not to be vulgar, but it's uh, something about did you shave your? Okay, okay you said can we hear it? You were, she oh, was in David. V for Vendetta. Yeah, and then there's a punchline: Did you shave your V for vagina yes. or something? <laughs> that one caught me off so, guard. To Natalie uh, Portman in a garage. Yes. yes. In a garage. In a garage with right. loose tools I, about. By the way, I barely understand that joke. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, mean, <laughs> I know. I think I it saw that movie. Quite, I don't there's, know. There's something, there's something funny. Off, but it the sounds fact that, funny. I think it's the fact that I'm asking it. Yes. So anyway, uh, she was, if I remember correctly, she was quite um, good with the whole thing. And then um, uh, we sent it uh, to her just to, you know, show it to her. And... Uh, I had asked that joke to be left out of it. I said, can you edit that out? We'll send it to her. And her note was, where's that vagina joke? Oh, really? <laughs> oh I love well, reading By the way, I, just I don't know if that was the exact note. <laughs> Where is the vagina joke? Something but like something that. something along yeah. those lines. By the wow. way, there's a dog she in that She just went up on the hip meter. Yeah, she's unreal. Yeah. But uh, did you, there's a dog that you keep cutting to, which is even funnier. Yeah, that was. The, I think that was a real dog. The dog rolls over his back, and then when something dies or it just sits there, then they cut over to the dog. Just... All right, it's all it all works. And then I, uh, mm -hmm. Sean Penn one. Sean looked very cool in that one. Huh? Yeah, I'd be scared of that one. Mm. And then uh, anyway. Sean Penn can. Yeah, I had a fight with him. I was in a dress at the time, but you know. <clears throat> you he said hit me late. harder. He said you can hit me harder. Yeah, There's no problem. So I, would, I hit him. I would like to one day talk to him about the one we did. Did they bring it up because it was. It was an interesting. Uh, it was an interesting day. Well, was was he truly upset or was he? He was he's very a great quiet. Actor. He was very he's quiet. Good, he's a good actor. Yeah. So he can. Or he's a good actor. Um. um <laughs> and uh, I. I think he may have been ready to deck me in real life. I I don't know. Maybe he was doing a method thing, and I I, I don't. It's, so it was he tricky. he held it so serious that you weren't sure. If he was serious, he might have been yeah, kidding. Yeah, and, and, and I have worked with him. I mean, I, not that I know him, but, you know, he has a good sense of humor. Yes. He really, really does. funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, huge laugher, and um, it loves to go see stand-up. Uh, but I, I, in that moment, 
it was uh, I remember watching was, was it something you was it a line that you gave you said you something because you weren't you playing your brother or something in the I whole was thing? playing this overly over the well it's not really over top there are people like this in the south um uh really into him for the wrong reasons type person okay and how does uh, that guy talk well it's based on a character I used to do um in high school called the uh, I think his name was a uh, oh, the effeminate racist and uh <laughs> I remember that Skittles, yeah. So that's a great. So it's just a guy that talks like this. <laughs> and so friends of mine that were black in high school would bump me in the hallway, so I would this character would be released, <laughs> and I would say to them, "My mom told me not to talk to black people," and they yeah. go crazy, would Love die it. laughing because they understood at the time that yeah. I was mocking it all. You know, so that's where that kind. That's where that came from. That was as simple as that. Well, there was something Dana where he oh. goes, uh, Sean, and he's doing this, and he's sort of prodding. He goes, "Did you get into? I'd get into Hollywood just so you could go to all the parties and all the wrong reasons that Sean wouldn't want." Sean is very funny, and, and unlike his uh, persona out there, and so I like that he's going along with it. But he was so serious. And then he goes, "I could walk over there and knock you the fuck out right now," <laughs> and even I was like, "God damn, he gave I, that a good I, reading." <laughs> I think he knew it was funny and interesting. I think he was, was playing. Good. I don't think he was offended. I'd like uh, to ask him. We haven't spoken since. Um, <laughs> I, his kids and my kids went to school together, or at least played sports together up in Northern California. So I'll talk to Sean. Yeah, ask, ask him. Ask Can him. You I'm fix curious. It? Hey, man. Like, <laughs> I want to smoke. If you could smoke and not get diseases, I would definitely be smoking right now. There's nothing cooler, right? It's like, so tell us some more, Zach. <laughs> anyway, can we go back to you as a young person then? Like, yeah. you, you, like, you strike me as like an introverted extrovert. Like, you're shy uh, in, in a way. I think we are maybe. Well, I think I am, but yeah. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, <clears throat> but then you have this powerhouse thing that comes out like in high mm. school. Did you go to the theater group or are you just funny with friends or what were you like in grade school, high school? Just walking around uh <laughs> just walking just around, walking around. <laughs> um, this is the i mean you know i think i was somewhat quiet but i think uh i mean humor in my family was seen in very high regard uh so my cousins and my brother and my 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 family is funny you know i, I kind of watched them even as the quiet person I thought I was or I think I was so I was kind of this more kind of observant kid uh that thought maybe one day I could through my observations maybe make a a thing out of it and you were thinking that like at age 8 10 12 I mean <sighs> but young young you got the idea maybe you would do this for a this is going to sound weird but it was at my parents conception of me <laughs> mm. Doesn't sound weird at all. My ultrasound, I was killing. My brother Brad, I got three older brothers. He swears he remembers being born, and he's serious. Really? Yeah, he has a photographic memory. He just remembers being born. Yeah. Um, I'm not kidding, Brad. The guy. But being funny younger really pays off, and I think that's for all of us. Like at dinner or at school. Like I was at a school that was. I was a little bit of a pipsqueak. Hard to believe, and. 
always bullied and pushed around. But if you could, I would quietly say jokes to my friends or under my breath. But that kind of, if you get a little something, that's all I had. I wasn't super athletic. I wasn't this. So if you have some little hook like that, you go, ooh, my dad thought it was funny. You know, people think it's funny. And then you go, oh. and then you try to. Maybe that's kind of like that for a lot of comedians. Well, the tall guys didn't have to do anything to get Nothing. the girls. We, on a bioevolutionary level, we had to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you're not that short. You're, you're, you. I'm around six two. Okay. <laughs> that's a gigantic chair. It's a, it's an optical illusion. Same with me. I look like I'm a foot shorter than you. Look at this. Do you no, want to switch good... places? No. Okay. <laughs> I like it up here. So, Zach, so you're, it's did like you Letterman. take theater? Did you go into that kind of stuff? Or you're just like, or were you no, I, 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 I just was not, um, I never did, uh, I did um, public speaking competitions. Well, I did that once. Um, <laughs> How's that competition? Just say a lot. It sounds good. Well, better. my mom wrote the speech, <laughs> and it was called You and I and Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seriously? Yeah, that was the name of it. Really? Yeah. Um, was it a public service? I mean, it, it was, um, it, I don't remember you how. You and I. And we should tomorrow. do a remake. Yeah, there was a speech contest in North Carolina mm -hmm. locally, and then you could go to the state finals, and my brother and I were kind of into it, uh, but never really, uh, mm -hmm. no theater, n n none yeah. of that. Yeah. My mom tried to get me to go to the School of the Arts in, um, in North Carolina. She did urge me to go there. She knew that I had... I mean, she knew that I was eager to figure it out. What's this? Was school of the Arts? School of the Arts in oh, North Carolina. It's a really, a really good school in yeah, uh, nice Winston-Salem. So yeah. she really, she was your champion. At least she bought into oh, it. Oh, my mom was, my mom would be like, he's quiet, but I swear he's funny. <laughs> like, I would hear her say that to her, my aunts and stuff. And did she want you to play piano? When did you learn to play piano? Oh, right. So I learned piano. I mean, I, I don't know how to play piano. It's, uh, I'm, that's, that, I don't know how to read music. So I, I, I don't know why I was getting ready to tell you. Well, I learned piano. <laughs> I don't know piano. You, you seem pretty good to me. Uh, I well, I, I, can I can fake it. I, mm -hmm. But oh, for some reason, only sad music comes out of me. Yeah. me and it goes well with the jokes. You know, didn't you do a VH1 show? And I think you, uh, why do I think there's a piano at the beginning of that? Or I, I did. I had a, um, I had a, a talk show on VH1 years ago uh, and, uh, there was the piano was involved during the monologue. And I think that's why I had the show, because I was like a musical act at the was time. Was it sort of variety where you could, because you're not, you didn't want to just interview like Johnny Carson, like normal straight interviews, I'm sure, right? I was just trying to figure out, the format had been beaten to death, and, and, and I just was trying to figure out like, how can I do something different, but interesting and sometimes funny uh funny was kind of last but we on that show we would have we would have it make it look like no one wanted to come to the show so we would have one person in the studio audience <laughs> but we would have a laugh track of a six-year-old so it was very bizarre yes. oh, okay. it was really a weird show can we find this somewhere Is it i on know YouTube? most I of those episodes are in my attic uh, can I, we find a six-year-old uh, it's. I don't think. I don't think they're online. I don't oh. know if they are. I remember. What was it called? Do you remember? It was called Sixty Minutes. Nope. <laughs> it was. It. It was called Late Late World. Late World. Yeah. And how old are you when you do Late World? 
Uh, God, uh, 30, 30, 30, 30. You know what I'm <laughs> So how long had you been? I don't know how old I was. I was I 35, like maybe. I need numbers. How long did you do stand-up in clubs before you got that show? Oh, I was still doing stand And then that show failed, and I went back to doing open mics. So I had a talk show oh, on okay. VH1, and as soon as it ended, I was like, well, Back to the old, so I just went back to the coffee houses in And you Culver weren't really City. making a living then at stand-up, or just a little bit? I, 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 there was a time where I, I could go on the road mm -hmm. and, you know, do, do make a living. And I was, ma before, I was, ma I was making a living for a while on the road, yeah. And you had an hour? Of, I had an hour of, uh, <laughs> sometimes solid. the material was <laughs> a little bit, um... Too bizarre sometimes, and I <laughs> there was some alienation. I mean, it was funny when you were telling me about. I opened for the Sugar Hill Gang once, and um, I said a hip hop hippie. Okay, and I remember getting kicked off stage because I made fun of the Bible, and I didn't realize I was performing at a Bible school. Like, and this this is how they kicked me off. The wo the woman just came up to the stage. She goes. <laughs> So, yeah, those, I mean, yeah, I've, all those shows, all those Did you have shows. a Southern accent when you were, uh, and you got rid of it? Or did you actually have a little bit of a Southern accent? No, I, I mean, I, I'm going home in a couple of days and I, I, it'll just go back. It just, it turns back on. It's just as a, it's an easier way to. It's North Carolinian? I mean, what is it? Well. It's not Mississippi. It's not No, Texas. it's like Appalachia, North Carolina, Appalachia. And a lot of people speak through their nose there. <laughs> And it's like, hey, right. how are you? And the, but if you go east in North Carolina, it's very breathy and it's really beautiful and it sounds nice. But so there's all kinds of different accents that I you Dude, must pay I, attention what, to. What did all you the think time. of Daniel Craig's accent and Knives Out? Well, I thought it, I thought it was kind of cool. But I maybe. always find Hollywood always do, do, does the gone with the wind. I declare I have never seen such a, you know. <laughs> well, I, but I think we, are, we have a, a case of murder. Yeah, we got right. a murder. I case. think we got a murder case. It's a little yes. foghorn. Yeah. But yes. I thought I thought it was great. I mean, he is he's pretty, he's a cool. It just has to be funny or sound weird. Yeah, I think yeah, no one's fact checking. entertaining, it. but you. You can go through Except all you. the southern accents. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with knowing where in the south someone might Ooh. be from. I'm pretty good at it. Okay, I did a movie. I talk uh, like this. Where am I from? <laughs> 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 you don't seem to know where you I'm don't from. know. He doesn't know. You don't know where I'm from, boy. <laughs> no. I had a friend. I have a friend from Mississippi. He kind of talks like this. Yes. I'm from Columbia Falls, Mississippi. Yes. Sound just like Gomer Powell. That's right. Grew up, and he's a real sincere fella. Mm -hmm. What you? These snaky fellas trying to get mm -hmm. your money, Dana. Mm -hmm. These are direct quotes. He'll be thrilled. He got laughs. But um, Dana, I did a movie where I was playing. They go, "You're gonna play a New Hampshire accent." So first of all, oh, that's a tough one. Oh. I feel I smell an Oscar immediately. <laughs> <laughs> So I say, I'll go, they go, go to a dialect coach. So I go to a dialect coach, I'm like doing it, and they go, that's a little more Boston. I took two lessons, right, for the whole movie. And I'm like, uh, listen, guy, and they're like, that's more, and I go, I pulled her aside, I go, here's the deal. My audience is four to eight-year-olds, all right? I just have to sound funny, all right? They, they're not gonna go in there with a microscope. They go, oh, he sounds, if I just don't sound like Joe Dirt in one movie, they'll be happy, all right? They'll go, oh, that one's different. 
So, so it was a kid's movie, and they're trying to get you to do well, New Hampshire? they're not supposed to be kids' movies. Oh, they turn into it. Because funny. that's... Because you're the star of it. Yeah. Because all my movies are on TBS, because it's the Grown Ups channel. And... It's just a rotation of every movie. I could have helped you. Do you remember those Petridge Farm commercials? Petridge Farm. Petridge Farm. Flaky yeah. and delicious. That's the only way I could do New Hampshire. Is Petridge that that's New Farm. Hampshire? Oh, Isn't it? Or didn't recognize it. No. Petridge Farm. Coming different blueberry, strawberry flavors. That's the expert over here. I don't know. It's don't either let's take that a tour of the South deaf. again. Um, Zach, I'm Miami. playing. Miami. What do they sound like? <laughs> I'm playing Durham. Durham. Is that a city? That's Durham, a city. North that's Carolina. where Duke University and is. And I'm excited to playing that, but uh, any trouble? Should I worry about? Uh, that's where my dad's from. Uh, that's where he's. Uh, I don't have any comps left, but um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Normally it would be easy. I get, I get him. Uh, no, I'm excited it's to go there. It's a good city. It's a good city. Very good city. I love the South. Yeah, I, I do too. I miss we have other Carolinas. I was going to ask Zach something else. Oh, you were in the. Uh, what's how far did you get in the Scouts? I heard you were in the Scouts. Uh, I was an Eagle Scout. Is that the complimentary molestation? Where's my notes? <laughs> Where do my notes go? Oh, here they are. Here they are. I'm kidding, Zach. We're taking that out. That no, 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 that's, that's fine. fine. We're taking no, that out. <laughs> or we're putting on a loop for promotion. <laughs> Zach's like, right. if that was actually written down, I'm walking out of here. <laughs> my dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash wall to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash wall. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be. To be. David, whether you have a few weeks old puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. Yep. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with your lovely dog. Yeah, well, I've heard farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. And, you know, that's what everyone's looking for. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Uh, it's made from human-grade ingredients. Safe, clean kitchens, all that stuff matters. Yeah. I mean, you love your dog. Why Why get the lousy food for your dog? Farmer's dog is the best. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed. Sometimes dogs- much lower quality. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put it in their bowl and they go, what is this kibble? And they knock it away. What is this canned goo? Oh, yeah. I've had our dog, yeah, look at the bowl yeah. and then kind of crank its neck up and look at me. And it was like, really? They go, really? Why don't you go first? You want a bite of this? Slop. <laughs> and it makes that sound. Here you go, dog. So Farmer's Dog isn't just no. higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It makes it easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, David. And <laughs> it's just one of the biggest indicators 
of a full, healthy life. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits, David, from healthier coat Mm -hmm. and skin, better breath, you want to kiss your dog, and even easier digestion and smaller and better poops. Let's look at a clip. It doesn't matter if your dog's (laughs) young or old, it's always the right time to invest in their health for more happy years with your dog. Get 50% off your first box at farmersdog.com slash fly. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use your code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Oh, well, let's ask him about... What uh, do you want to ask him? I want to... Well, we can talk about the hangover for a minute. You were in the hangover. This is like... This is like... This is like uh, the... Theater well, show hangover was like you a... You were in the uh, hangover, and then everyone applauds. That calls... Applaud! God damn. They don't know. They don't hangover know. Hangover of the last 20 years, the two that got me the hardest as comedies, because I don't really... I see all the strings. Hangover and Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Those are the two that caught me flat-footed. Yeah. And uh, you were in which one? I was in... Um, <laughs> Sorry. I was in the... Tr- hangover. Yeah, the so hangover. you go from... Comedian's comedian. People yeah. know you. You're going along. You've done a special uh, live Purple Onion stand-up special. Yeah. And then Todd Phillips calls, and you go on. What happens next? <laughs> are you are you the first choice for that, or do you know? Do you remember? It's uh, a real question. I, I mean, <laughs> listen. I've been a fallout on every movie I've ever done. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. That's not that's not a mean question. That's just like. Sometimes these movies come together and they go, we got this one would be a good accent. Obviously, Zach's great. It's a funny part to play. And they let you do. It seems like Todd, who seems like a really funny, well, cool guy, you, let you knew. do what you do. And well, I think he I think he was doing I think he was going to stand up clubs. Uh, I, I think that's what he had told me. And then that's where he knew me from, because I don't know if I'd done much uh, otherwise <clears throat> to be seen on on screen. But um so he asked me an audition. I think I was living in Canada, and I, I just, I'm terrible. I just don't like to audition. I'm, it's, I'm, I've always been bad at it. I, uh, I usually, usually make, I usually get. I mean, I was just, I have so many stories about. We all do, but um, could you tell us one of a really? <laughs> well, people no, might want I mean, to hear just, you're, I mean, I don't want to, but there's just so many. You know, I just was so, not into the process of it i mean the first time i ever got a laugh in an audition was when i first auditioned for a drama (laughs) and they were laughing at me well sometimes the problem is uh uh, if you're a comedian you read things and it it feels sort of stiff because you're a bit uh quirky or charactery and so when you're reading super flat lines that are just written for a generic comedy they'll they'll tweak them later if it's him or somebody but as is it's it's sometimes for your personality maybe it doesn't it's not hilarious when you do it because it's so basic but if you brought your stuff to it then it's funny so maybe he saw if you could bring your weirdness to it then it's great well i think also at that time i was a bit older and i think i was kind of um not to be cavalier about it but i think my attitude was well this is probably going to end soon meaning this pursuit of whatever this is oh i see i don't really (laughs) care as much because i'll just kind of try to exit without caring Mm -hmm. 
if that makes any sense. Well, so, wait a minute. So you were that you get the hangover, you're thinking, this is pretty much a mic drop. I'm out of here. No, meaning no, he I'm, not gonna get this. I'm not going to get oh, this there, job. I will yeah. just, I think my mindset then was, you know, I tried doing showbiz, you know, at the time. I mean, you, right. you know, you kind of beat yourself up sometimes and. I didn't really know what I was doing, and and, and I mean, who does? Uh, but uh, but anyway, I flew down from Canada and auditioned, and I think I remember leaving, <clears throat> getting into my stretch Hummer. So you were and, doing well. And telling Sugar Ray to scoot over. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I laughed, but I did a pilot with him 20 years ago. <laughs> Um, but then I, we got, you know, I got the job and, and, you know, then you do the, the, you show up for work and you start acting in it and you, I remember going to dinner with the, the other actors with Bradley and, uh, I forget the other Ed. names. Ed Helms. No, it's only Bradley. Who gives a shit about the other guys? Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley and Ed and I think Ken and, 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 um. We were all at dinner, and I, I said to them, I, this movie seems good. I've never had this feeling before. Um, so I, I felt there was a real kind of energy on set there that was, you know, some, sometimes that happens, and it's not, uh, it doesn't translate to the screen. Sure. Mm -hmm. There's great energy on set, and everybody's like, well, this is... And but that one, Todd is a very good editor and a really good direct, very good director that knows how to steer that stuff. Sure, you sort of need all the components, and you can lose it anywhere along the way. But yep. if you do it, and you're doing like maybe you're doing extra takes where you're just trying different jokes and screwing around. For plus, we all remember The Hangover wasn't a huge movie, and it was probably not a big budget. And no one, you're not going into it going, "Oh, I just got the Avengers." It's like, "Oh, I just got a comedy. It could go away. It could be nothing." But it turns it blows up obviously into a huge thing, so it would be probably even scarier to audition for something if you know it's that big. Like people that are auditioning for the sequel are like, "Holy shit, this is a huge movie!" Yeah, I had to audition for the sequel. You did? That's Hollywood. That's that's you're gonna read with Brad Cooper so in this. Good in the like, first oh, one. that's great. I had this guy come up to me once, and he, he goes. <laughs> Hey, are you an actor? I go, yeah. He goes, are you the guy from Hangover 2? I don't even know how I answered. I, just, I think I just walked away. I didn't know what this. Where's the baby now? You did, still stay in they touch? They did, like, Todd. <laughs> he had a baby. That sounds like Brody. Brody. Oh, my God. Brody um, Stevens uh, is a great uh, comedian. Oh, and Zach was very good friends. I was he friends with. Away. He toured with me for a while at the very end and uh, passed away. And uh, God, I was just thinking today because you know I knew you were close with Brody, and uh, so I, I was clicking from your stuff because I don't honestly I don't know who you are. And um, I was clicking from you, and then I'm jumping over to Brody shit trying to remember all his jokes. And it, I just saw a clip of him, classic Brody, not bombing but getting so mad at the crowd, and the crowd's like. We didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> They're just not laughing that much. Right. And he's going, arms crossed, negative. And he was doing all his jokes. I date, I'm dating a girl from Greece, the movie. Mm -hmm. She's 75. <laughs> you know, you know how many jokes? I was trying to think of all these jokes he has, Dana. I don't know if you knew him. And it, 
everyone, I remember, we'd, we'd stand in the back and laugh. Yeah. I, uh, that it. talk show on VH1 I was talking about earlier, he was the warm-up guy. And uh, I would like peek behind the curtain to see what was going on. And Brody just would be going, Whopper or Big Mac, you make the call. That's actually probably pretty good. I mean, right. for a warm-up guy, just I, uh, energy, yeah. right? You I know mean, what? He did it on our Lights Out show. And, he, and I'd peek my head at the same thing. And they go, hey, something's going on out there. And he goes, you're negative. You're negative. You don't deserve David Spade. He was in Police Academy 4. He's from Michigan, and he's not coming out until I give the green light. And, and I'm going, what? It's, why is he yelling yeah. at the crowd? And there's, the crowd is like nine people, you know. And, but he had so many goddamn fucking... One of my favorite jokes. moments with him, ugh, God, is, is early on, and we were hanging out. We were at my apartment in Santa Monica, and Margaret Cho was on television. And we were just watching in silence. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't mean it like that, but we're just watching it. And after a couple minutes, Brody just yells at the TV, not trying to be funny. She had a sitcom. Why come me don't have one? Why come me? Why come me, me don't, don't have, have one? one? He answered his own question. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he goes, I he goes I'm doing pretty well in show business. I... Uh, it, I, I finally, I'm finally able to take my mom out to lunch and pay for half. <laughs> Is that it? I'm, that I'm it? a professional mangler. Uh, <laughs> one more. I, uh, I am not a member of the Mile High Club, but I did masturbate on the Ferris wheel at the Pomona <laughs> County Fair. So many jokes. He was so funny. But one-liners. I'm saying him because he was in, uh, I think you put him in one, uh, one or two things. Because he goes, you know me. I'm the guy from Hangover. <laughs> Hangover 2, due date, cut out of funny people. Yes. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I think, well, Todd, Todd saw Brody, Todd Phillips saw Brody oh, okay. while I was doing shows at the old Largo. Uh, so that's why Brody's in the, those movies. I didn't have anything to do with oh, it. Okay. Um, if I had something to do with it, he wouldn't have been in any of them. Um. <laughs> Todd's got a good eye, though. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, but I miss him so much. I was missing him so much. Um, David, I may have told you this the other day, but um, there wasn't a podcast, so I'll say it again. Um, but I was missing this this guy we're talking about, Brody, and he was known for alienating audiences. That was one of the reason I think comics like his them. charms, yeah. Perversely is we would all rush mm-hmm. out to see him yep. turn audiences away. Yeah. <laughs> we had a few of those in San Francisco. And he's bombing in Montreal, who used to have this baseball team and blah, blah, blah. And Brody just looks out at the audience while he's bombing and he yells out, no wonder the Expos left. <laughs> he was a pitcher at ASU, I think, and he goes... I threw 88 with movement. <laughs> he would say that in the middle of his act, too. A very funny guy. I don't, I, I won't read all his jokes. Uh, so Hangover worked mm-hmm. out for you. Is that the end of that story? Yeah. Did you, when you, now, so this is the first time you're getting actual extra, extra money. Yeah. Did you buy a Rolls Overpaid, Royce or anything? I mean, what did you, did you do anything with, what was that like when you first had extra, extra money? Yeah. Uh, I bought four elephants. <laughs> um, Smart. No, I, I, I mean, I bought, I went, I bought a place, I bought a place in North Carolina, a farm. I'm not a farm, but a place to try to be a farm for a nickel. 
Um, but I don't live there anymore. But yeah, I uh, got that, and then I. You went home and bought them all, <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, show off. <laughs> I uh, I I don't remember. I I got a lot of uh, fur coats for all my aunts. Sure. <laughs> Did you? Now, Everybody gets a fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> did you you like to farm right oh i i mean my fantasy is to be a farmer one day but i i look it's that's hard work it's to for some entertainment guy to say that is kind of but that's what i i feel like if, not not farm it's more gardening to be honest <laughs> okay but I have, sounds, a tractor. It sounds you know, bigger, a tractor. Yeah. I have a tractor. I'm getting Do you drive you know, it around. No, Dana. It's for my Insta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gardening. I like I got to work it. with my hands. Yeah. I masturbate, ladies and gentlemen. I. Um, <laughs> you got it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Brody again. Uh, oh yeah, he goes. Brody I Joe. did. Uh, I've I've been doing porno. I've, I do a one-man scene on a yoga mat in Chatsworth. I don't know. Let's talk about Baskets. Mm-mm-mm. Baskets was a great Baskets. show. Baskets. I don't have to tell this crowd. You don't have to tell this crowd, Jack. They know. Baskets. Mm-hmm. That's it. You only do cool stuff, yeah. seems to me. I've done a cool? lot of shit. Oh, cool. You do <laughs> a lot of cool stuff. You uh, do cool stuff. Baskets. It seems like you do it on your own Terms. Like they let you do your thing, which isn't always the case with everyone. And it's sort of the dream for any comedian. Like, let me just do my own thing. Like Curb is always an example of like, that would be fun to do something like that where mm-hmm. you could just do your own thing. And it's very, very hard to do those things. I mean, people look at it and go, that's such a great show or baskets. But to write it, cast it well, make it make sense. It, all that stuff is exhausting. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. And sometimes you get um, lucky and most of the time you get unlucky, uh, but sometimes you get lucky with <clears throat> things kind of come to place. I mean, I think that show, uh, if I could bore you with it a bit, is uh, um, it. we were just trying to be... I had not seen regular people on television portrayed without... I just wanted to ground a comedy like so it could be emotional. Like Hollywood on them. Yeah. With not this... I wanted it to be dusty and I wanted it to be more real than I have seen, especially the comedy world. And I, I asked John uh, Kreisel, the director of it, uh, can, you f- can you figure out this, this, this dusty world I'm trying to f- tell you about in this rodeo clown world? So, you know, we did our research a little bit and started casting and writing it. And uh, yeah, it's a show I'm, I'm, it was so fun to work on and... Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun and a lot of work. I was just thinking about uh, Louis Anderson when I was talking about it, and uh, I just heard he died today. Um, uh, you know, he would have fucking laughed. Yes. Oh, he would have laughed. Every that. comedian laughs mm. at any joke by that. You know. Oh Louis, my God, uh, he was the he. Louis was. When did that strike you? When did you figure that out? I'm gonna have Louis play my mom. Um, Louis C.K. and I were uh, talk. All the Louis. Well, there were two Louis in this Louis conversation. Louis C.K. Louis. Louis C.K. and I were talking about um, the mother to cast the mother, and he was asking me what I was thinking about, and I said, "Well, 
Oh, I'd already called this British actress named Brenda Blethyn, who I really, really like. Uh, uh, but for some reason, um, that didn't work out. And um, or she didn't get the email. Um, <laughs> I, that's what telegram. I think. There was just no. She didn't get the email. Um, so I was telling Louie, I was kind of say, imitating the voice. This is a story I've told many times, but um, and I was doing the voice, and he looked at me, and he goes, "Like Louis Anderson's voice," and I said, "Yeah." And Louis goes, "Should we call him?" And I went, "Yeah," and that was it. Wow. We and that was that was there was this weird. Louis had, and I didn't know this, but he had been channeling his mom on stage for a mm -hmm. long time yeah and that was kind of a luck that was the lucky part about it but i had always loved him i loved his vulnerability even even in a stand -up. you if you can observe these kind of things it's fun to kind of try to figure out and i thought he can do it but not i don't want it drag right it has to be real. the first day they put a lot of makeup on him and i was like can we get some of that off he's he's the part so just you know we put a, a some wonderful costumes on him and the makeup was wonderful and louis is you know i think when you come from such a background like he did um i think his uh tenderness came from pain mm -hmm. on cue. <laughs> Jesus. I told, my, I told my managers, like, what if I ruiner. say something cool, someone make it. sure you beep wow. something. <laughs> if I get choked up talking about Louie, beep it so it breaks up the ice. This is a good audience. But no, I think Louis had this thing in him that was mm -hmm. really could Heart throw it out. Heartbreaking pathos yes. in his stand-up yes. and a brilliant stand-up and storyteller. But on set, I would die laugh at work with he him. He was funny every second. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. God, he just made he just was so great. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't you probably knew Louis. I, I I when I first got to town when I was twenty when I was twenty. Uh this is at least eight years ago, I was. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know where I. I saw Louis somewhere, and I didn't know him. I mean, I, I, mean, I was in the hallway at the Improv, but he was nice, and and I was trying to audition at the Improv or the Comedy Store. Those are the big ones to get in. And uh, but I was twenty, and I had an okay act. I had about you know eight minutes, and so he says, "Why don't you audition for Mitzi?" And I go, "Oh, I don't even know how to do that." And he said, "I'll bring you down." So I went down there, met him. He went and told Mitzi on like their audition night, and I went in the comedy store right here. Uh, did my set, did okay. Came out on the sidewalk on Sunset and just stood there. And he came out and he goes, mm, "She didn't like you." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Oh, <laughs> it's tough, man." I auditioned there once, and then uh, that you have to go see Mitzi. Did you go over to her table? No, he he was a middleman. I'll shoot you out. He spared me watching her go. I'm sure she would have been rougher about it. He was like, yeah. Money. I auditioned and she said to me, get some puppets. 
It's not bad advice. Yeah, I, I, I auditioned for her and nothing. Yeah. Nothing happened. You got, you're in the main room yeah. next night. Yeah. Looking to save on delivery? DashPass from DoorDash is your door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. DashPass is an exclusive membership with DoorDash that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders and members-only deals and discounts. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, grocery from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, DashPass makes it easy to save at restaurants, grocery stores, and all your local favorites on DoorDash. DashPass pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Rewind it back to the days of chill accent on the beach and all day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like fan fave Rocket. The excitement is endless. The vibes are right. And the cash prices could be huge. New players start playing with just five bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code FOTW to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21+. plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. Eligibility and other restrictions apply. One per opted-in new customer. $5 wager required. Max. $100 in casino credits awarded, which require one-time playthrough within 168 hours. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash promos. Restrictions apply. There's nothing else to ask. Nothing else to ask. Nose Fiona Apple. Check. Do you want to do some? Oh, wait, SNL. We had to ask about SNL, remember? This whole okay. thing is about SNL. Okay. God damn, Danny, you forgot why we I watched both your monologues today. Ah. I'd seen them before. Danny had a big day. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've been researching for 11 hours. No, I. Saturday Night Live, 2010, 2011. Mm, hosting 10, yeah. both times. Yeah. And someone today. Mentioned you and um, Keenan Thompson's. What's 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 up with that? What's up with that? Was he? In there? And you came out. This guy with this long flute in this weird jumpsuit. Yep. And it's very was potent. that the double sided flute? Yeah. yeah. Does it? You guys that remember that? Extra's flute? Yeah. Oh, you just I came. It had no lines. You just came out, played, I didn't even and know pranced. That was you. I saw it. Yeah. But it was something very indelible about that. Yeah. I. Uh... I remember that it was. Uh, I still have the. I have the jumpsuit. It's in my closet. <laughs> uh, I I usually don't keep any of that stuff, but I that I have. It's quite. Mm -hmm. It's comfortable. I wear. I wear it a lot in Canada while I'm chopping wood. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's a that was a flute. They I remember they had like a double thing guitar, and I was like, I don't know. That seems like is there a can you build a 
flute where the guy does this. And uh, it, yeah, they do. Yeah, the, like that's the great thing about that show. As you like, it's like, can you maybe get a prop like this? And they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, they can do anything within twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. And you did. I read one. Maybe you were brought in as a guest writer. Some of the said there was a Britney Spears sketch that you pitched an idea with you and Will Ferrell. Yeah. Ten years before you were brought in as a guest writer uh, or something I like was, that. I, well, I thought I was brought in as a cast member. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You were got, They never tell you what you're brought no, in. I no, I couldn't figure it out. There yeah. was a weekend. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't. Uh, they. I guess I'm writing. Uh, so I wrote. Looking back, I feel really bad about it, but not that it was a. There were two sketches that I pitched to her, and it was just she and I in this office alone <laughs> and Britney Spears the first sketch was Will Ferrell we were going to shrink him down to be the bodyguard to her belly button <laughs> you love it love it right that yeah, sounds great that sounds funny that's great uh, and I so that was basically what I said to her I remember a tumbleweed going through the conversation <laughs> <laughs> on my back. I mean, it's not her fault. And then I thought at the time, because she was so kind of pop, uh, pop sugary, I said, look, I think it would be funny if you were to do a straight interview with something like Entertainment Tonight and you're just answering these banal questions and uh, you happen to be bleeding from the mouth. <laughs> I like that. I like it too. This sounds like and a Monday. Just, that sounds a good. I just remember she looked at me, and then I re- remember looking at the ground. And <laughs> the ground. And I remember looking back up, and we made eye contact, and she goes, "Yeah, that's funny." <laughs> she was nice about she it. She seems very she sweet. She was very yeah. nice about it, and uh, that's a funny. It that's could have been a great thing for her because yeah. blood coming down and trying to. I, mean, I don't know. I thought maybe it would be kind of a fun thing, but uh, you know, it didn't work. It didn't work uh, for her. Zach, pop stars shouldn't really bleed on air. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number five forty. So your monologue. I mean, this the the second one where you stripped your clothes off you had a little red jumpsuit on mm-hmm. and then you had a board with letters on it mm-hmm. like well I, you I, want to talk? <laughs> no no it's fine well it's, it's something i had been doing in my stand-up i mean in my late 30s i was going around the country with the board and, with the board yeah. and a little orphan annie dress um and, and glitter dress too oh yeah i, I have oh, that was in your club oh. act Oh well, it would my I would at this time I was kind of doing bigger your okay. club act, bigger. your club act kid. You got your club act in your. I was doing a Uncle Tampon's comedy cave in Tampa. Uncle Tampon's comedy. No, I I was doing you know yeah. shows and so I had that had, one under. It was it's, a thing it's that I. It was, so I, it was something I liked doing, and mm-hmm. I was trying to be absurdist and somewhat political. Uh, at the same time back then mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes you know that the only way I felt like I could pull that off or at least to have a message or two was to do something very weird and uh, there were a couple of political jokes buried in that mm-hmm. that uh, and then I would change it from time to time and I actually got 
someone tried to sue me because of what was on those flip charts years ago. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So I, it, I so I would perform as Little Orphan Annie and close out shows. And by the time I had was ready to do Saturday Night Live, I was I mean I think it was. Thirty-nine, dressed as little orphan Annie, you know, going around the country. Yeah, you know, like, but this bit is polished. Yes, and very dancing in a very, like, you know, much too old to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, thing. that was the. Um, but um, they're like John Hamm did this last week. You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've been um, sitting on this. I don't so, even know you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I remember that bit. Yeah, God, Jesus, it haunts me. Do you remember the first time you met Lauren Michaels? Uh um, it doesn't have to. No, uh, Any thoughts uh, about him? Uh, uh, no, I don't remember the first time. I mean, no, I do remember in his office. Yeah, in his office. When you know, when you host, you go and you go into that awkward meeting thing that is It'll very be a fun week. <laughs> you're excited. You're coming off that hangover heat. Everyone and the loves minute it. you're hot, you feel you're get yourself getting less hot. <laughs> Lauren has a lot of. When Lauren you know you're hot, you're cold. Anyway, let's so. bring everyone in. <laughs> they bring everyone in, and then they pitch all the ideas and Zach. He's he's popcorn, right? Yeah, he yeah. has popcorn yeah. all day long. You like unsalted. butter? Mm-hmm. It's unsalted, yeah. isn't it? Butter, butter. <laughs> I've always liked butter. He's an interesting person. Jiffy Pop. <laughs> Jiffy Pop. He think of Orville everybody's in. Impressed. I don't know. He never talks about it. I don't think he knows um, I'm doing one. It's so bad. But Dana's is, he he asked Dana's me once good. on yeah. an airplane. I've been doing it for years behind the scenes, but it was too embarrassing to do it in front of him. So he asked me. He said, "Like, um, you know, what, what when you do me, what, like, what do you do? You know, right?" And I balked at that moment. You know, but years later, I was at a restaurant in with Lauren and his two assistants and Rob Lowe in Santa Monica, and he said you know do it for me so i started to do it and i said it was just him at the at the board on the wednesday night picking the show and he would get mad he go i still have no fucking first act <laughs> and then he'd go into the bathroom and coincidentally this is a true story so he's he's doing that and then he tells me to tell the paul mccartney story when i met him at lauren michael's house so i'm doing paul like this and going on and on like that Lauren's looking up and going could be yes yes and i did a, an impressionist tap out and it's Paul. And I'm going, doop a doop a doop a doop doop. And then, like, oh, Paul was behind you and Paul he knew was he was there. coming and in. I had it, I, I get tapped out. I Once I had John Travolta, I was on stage in Denver and I'm, you know, these guys are going crazy like that. <laughs> and then tap out, it's John Travolta. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's an impressionist tap out. But anyway, um, Lauren, I think at this point gets it. Everyone does it. And I think he's kind of, likes it i believe don't you think so it's compliment it's funny there's nothing we all love him i mean he's 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 brilliant uh the lorne his isms his his life little things marriage is a prison everyone's trying to escape into (laughs) (laughs) that's a great one wow that's good i mean who and he's got tons of those (laughs) he talked about funny people were you gonna live are you gonna be around funny people because there's like only 900 of us on the planet in any given time and 900 was like the perfect number like really is that about it like 20 in poland and like 18 and you know <laughs> there's only 900 funny people on the planet feels a little heavy for poland but lauren you he's a, <laughs> a little heavy maybe maybe low teens um 
So well, you do the hangover. You're yeah, very what successful. Is you do yeah. baskets. You do Saturday Night Live. This is a big, this is a big summary. <laughs> big summary. <laughs> I have some qu- basic questions yeah, for go, you. Yeah, let's drill them. Drill them hard. questions. When you give to charity, is it for ego fulfillment or to help people? It's a good one. Yeah. I think I think if you're if people don't know that you've given, then you haven't given. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> or at least that's the motto of this fucking town. <laughs> when I do the wire. I call the press people at the exact same time. I go, this wire is not going out without Yahoo News knowing. Let's put us all on one email. The best thing about being famous is... A good table at Soup Plantation. (laughs) (laughs) My best feature is... uh, Hangover. (laughs) <laughs> hangover did you say hangover feature film no no oh, my no. best feature oh <laughs> I thought it was like looks oh, that's what I that's yeah, how I I, 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 I looks. Uh, okay um, yes I, 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 I have okay I have good legs all right nice legs. would you describe yourself as an empath or a narcissist there's no middle ground at all I don't know I don't even know I what either of those out of mean you know today. what an empath is not really Empath, empath is, is somebody, empathy. Like, feel feelings. Oh, I do. Okay, I'm that one. Yeah. <laughs> you are so totally that one. I am. D- can I tell you, David said that I was driving here tonight, and uh, David, a few years ago, we a bunch of people were in the um, in the gr- green room, green room, yeah, in the wait, and uh, we were all just talking about stand up and when where we used to do it, how we the old days, and David just goes. When I first started doing stand-up, as everybody leaves the room, <laughs> and it makes I saw people la- start to go. It makes me laugh all the time. I think about it all the time. Dude, you were he was here two weeks ago, and I talked to him for three minutes, and I laughed so hard. I go, I can't even talk to you anymore because I knew we were doing this, and I go, God, he makes me laugh so fucking hard. And then I came over here because you're one of my favorites, and I start to watch his stand-up, and I go, Oh no! And then I had to go after you, and everyone's like, Ugh. That's not true. Everyone, that's, that's weird because that's a that's a different interpretation of how I felt after that show. Oh, really? You handed me my hat like that was a tough set. Well, I do that to get in so your wait head. A you oh. followed him? <laughs> no, I, no, okay, his. All right, it was. <laughs> he left his hat on stage, so I grabbed it, and he was leaving, and I went back, and uh, oh. some Davy Crocker. It was like some, uh, and uh, I gave it to him, and I was like, "Hey, fuck that crowd, man." <laughs> That's a good last... one. Then they go, huh? <laughs> that's that's the worst thing you can hear when you yeah. get off. Oh, oh fuck that God. crowd. That yes. says you bombed. They don't get you. <laughs> that's the worst. Oh no. my God. God damn Dude. it. Okay, well, let's let him wrap up. He's been good. He, he put in his hours. How put wait, in his hours. How how what so this is a podcast? I don't know. We we'll we'll edit it. We'll this will be six I mean, minutes. How, yeah, I mean how like how what? Huh? You you sit through it and you edit it and no you, no we don't edit is. anything. How long are the how long are they usually? Seven hours. No, they're usually about an hour ish. Okay, so we hour, just went over an hour, hour ten. Okay, okay. yeah. And are you angling for more money? Or? Yeah. 
Are you and, amazed how disorganized and amateurish we are? Well, I thought there were. We don't I know. know. I I actually I, I, the fact that you guys and I saw you guys get these chairs out of your cars. <laughs> <laughs> we're on a budget. Flanny is tight. So I was impressed with that. Very impressed. No, I, so I like it. Chair. I'm a little nervous talking to Zach. It's fun. Uh, it's great to see you. I don't see you much. Um, always fun to see you on stuff, and uh, it's great. And no bullshit. We think you're. We we butter our people up, but we're sincere. You know, you're you're one of the the Mount, Mount Rushmore yeah, all time comedians. It's so like, funny of our generation. I yeah, really mean very that. interesting, dude. Always interesting. I, um, I put I. I draw a line between you and Will Ferrell only in the sense of the commitment because Will said no one will ever outcommit me. Yeah. But you commit, no one can outcommit you. Yeah. Well, Will is Will is one of those guys that Jesus, that the way he so goes in and even does like side bits when you're at work that mm -hmm. he I can't uh, he was he that man is I remember when we were working together at the time it was the um it was terrible yeah, and then and there was, the news was the terrible uh, Penn State. Uh, yeah, and Will's a big sports fan, and he was following that stuff. And I, uh, at that time, I was working on getting uh, the statue of uh, who's Penn State's coach? Paterno. Paterno. I wanted to put that in Will's yard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big molester fan. I was following that case too. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna. This is gonna be a very interesting yeah. podcast. Okay, you're revealing yourself. That's it's good. Okay, no. Supposed to be authentic. I know these are all just. I don't know. <laughs> We're at Largo. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's well, Largo, thank, but thank, no. But uh, thanks, thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Dana. Thanks, thanks David. Thank Zach, you, Zach. Thank you very much. Thanks on. to the audience. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great night. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence 13. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 